So you want to rock an aesthetics career? <laughs> yes, please. Welcome to a brand new episode of Illuminating the Path, where you'll get your weekly shot of real career direction. And maybe a little tea. I'm Patty. Marissa here. Coming straight to you from the world's beauty mecca. LA, baby. Illuminating the Path starts now. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back. We are so happy today. We rarely get a chance to talk to someone that just seems to just have it all going on. And that's that's our kind of girl. We just love, love, love that kind of energy because it just does so much to really set the bar high, give us that good like this. This is what we want to all strive for. And when you see someone actually doing it, you're just like, yes, 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 yes. So, so excited today to be talking with Amy Lynn and um, and going through like all the amazing stuff she's doing. It's just not only a CAN certified nurse, she's got her own med spa. She has an educational institute she's going to tell us all about and uh, just so much good stuff today. Welcome back, Marissa and welcome Amy Lynn. Oh, thank you so much, Patty and Marissa, for having me today. I'm so excited to chat with you, and I really appreciate your time. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Where do we start? It's so, so, like, amazing that you're doing so much. By the way, just to, because, you know, we're, we're moms. How many kids do you have? <laughs> I, I have five children. Oh <laughs> who they're, they're my fab five. I know. I said, of all the things that you listed prior, having five children right. is actually my claim to fame. Right. That that in itself is like incredible, an incredible win. Oh well, thank you. Mind, I'm losing my mind with two. So I can't imagine five just oh, trying to my- everything. So I love to know your secrets and how you do that. Oh geez. <laughs> uh it's not all me. It, it's it clearly does take a village, but mm-hmm. um I will I will dive in as deep as you guys want me to. But they're all teenagers and preteens now. So I'm at that phase of life. But yeah, it's really good. It's they keep me busy and and grounded, very humble being a mother of five. Let me just tell you, because they'll remind me if I'm not doing things that, you know, align with them. <laughs> and they will remind you that's for sure. Yeah. Mine's all grown up and they, and it's the, it's the therapy years later that you're like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know I was missing that note. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> so tell us everything you're up to. We, we want to hear all about it. The Glowderma Educational Institute, um, you have a beautiful studio. How did you even get started in this business? Thank you. Yeah. Well, this goes back. Um, I've been injecting now for a little over eight years. Um, I opened up Glowderma and I'm located in Yardley, Pennsylvania. So that's a suburb right outside of Philadelphia in the Philadelphia region. So um, I opened up Glowderma in 2016. Two years prior was actually the first time I took my first course. Um, so how I got into it was actually, um, you know, we'll kind of go whatever direction you want with this, but I actually got into it because I got Botox done and I liked the whole experience. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, back then there weren't a lot of resources for education, but at that time, personally, I was broke as heck. I had five little babies. Uh, My husband and my ex-husband and I were in the, you know, not in the best, uh, personal relationship. And it was really impacting the family in a negative way. Um, and I actually sold my engagement ring the Christmas before to buy my children uh, Christmas gifts because I thought my oldest wasn't going to believe in Santa Claus any longer. So we were like kind of like in a rock bottom type of situation. Um, Being an injector was not even on the radar. I was ER trauma 
on the weekends, um, doing my thing so I could be home with the kids during the week. And then we had like this rock moment, rock bottom moment. And um, so I sold my engagement ring because I'm a fighter when it comes to this. And I try to have that whole warrior, you know, mentality. And I'm, and I just kept saying, we got into this, we're going to get out of this. We're not asking for anybody's help. Um, so that's kind of what happened. So being, being an injector was not on the radar whatsoever or running my own business. Um, we were just trying to kind of like live and survive and keep everything afloat. But um, like many people, and we all, you know, see our patients, we get to hear everyone's story. I, um, I just wanted to feel better. So fast forward about six months or so, I saved up a little money to go get Botox. And I was that girl sitting in a chair. I knew nothing about it. I want eight units and I want to basically, you know, erase everything that the damage is on my face mm-hmm. and with eight units. Cause what did I know then? I knew nothing. Um, and the nurse is actually, she was a nurse looked at me and she's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's not going to do much. I'm like, no, it seems like a lot. Eight units seems like a lot to do. <laughs> fast forward. Now we all know so much better. So I just really loved the whole experience. I felt better afterwards. I liked the results. There was something about it that, you know, just made me feel more confident as well. And I enjoyed that whole interaction and that she was a nurse. It actually sparked my interest to want to figure out how I could possibly do this. Mm-hmm. And so I just did kind of was trying to find a resource. There wasn't many. I found an online training. I borrowed money, $1,500 from my mom. Cause she also said, I think you'd be good at this. And I went to my first course. I was the only nurse in the room. And I just, it just fired my soul. I liked helping people feel better in a different way that was different than ER. Um, and I just dove into it and I was more or less like trying to find every work resource possible to get good at it. So I was doing a concierge kind of thing with a uh, local medical spa. Um, and fast forward two years later, I was like, I, it's time for me to just branch out and do my own thing. So that's kind of the story. If you would have told me 10 years ago, you'd be, I'd be having this conversation and sitting in my academy now, because my love of education has kind of developed from not having a mentor that I want to be a strong mentor to others. And I'm very protective of this industry too. So I also want to keep it safe and, um, I want to help, you know, be part of that, uh, platform for safety education and um, helping people look and feel their absolute best. Wow. Yeah. And that's so true, right? Because we, that's honestly one of the reasons why we even take the time to do podcasts like this. And, and Marissa spends so much time doing all her clinical trainings and everything. Everything you're saying is just hitting such huge notes with us because, you know, both of us, we're, pretty close to starting around the same time in this business too, as you did. And it was a nightmare. It was like so hard to find those resources and, and everyone is just pressing you to make money or to get it done fast or to learn it quick or whatever it is that, you know, is, is the agenda that day. And it's so hard to like get your, your grounding and just understand, you know, where, where you're supposed to sit in this whole, like, world of aesthetics and how you're, you know, some specialties and everything. Now, do you specialize in some areas that you really do like favor over others? As far as um, injectable. So I basically, we have, um, you know, full platform here with different lasers and we do some wellness Mm -hmm. and all those, you know, skincare, of course, and everything. And I basically inject all day, every day. That that's my 
um, not every day because I've condensed my schedules because I'm trying to work smarter, not right. harder. So we don't get burnout. Right. So, and with education, I have to factor in and being back in school for my nurse practitioner, I've had to kind of condense certain things. And I have an amazing team now that I've mentored. So they'll run all the other procedures while I'm really focusing on that patient consultation and, um, you know, really, really getting to know the patient also just, you know, focusing mostly on the injectables. So that's my core specialty. Yeah. Sounds great. And I love the fact that you're, you're building a team. You've built a team because I feel like you're so right. It's being behind the chair. You know, those are so many hours a day that you can, you, you have to offer, but when you multiply, you know, your talents and you share those talents, then all of a sudden now you have more breath with, you can do so much more with your time um, and know that your patients ultimately know your patients are getting taken care of because that's, mm-hmm. I think the hardest part is just like, are they going to take care of them the way I would take care of them? So with your, your Gloderma, how, how are you aligning your trainings now to meet, you know, the needs of like so many injectors? Yeah. Well, the, um, as far as the way that Gloderma or Glow Academy, I should say is developed is I like the smaller, more intimate, high touch mentorship type of design. I'm not like, I, I don't want 50 people necessarily in the room. I think that the way that I've mentored and I bring on nurses um, or other practitioners here is that they more or less start off as an assist with me. So they can be in the room with me, hear how I run, you know, an aesthetic consultation, hearing the vocabulary and also learning that bedside manner, because that is huge. Like you said, it's, it's your brand and you want to make sure that the people are also delivering it the way that you would expect so that it's, it's all consistent across the board. And then you can develop your unique uh, style along with that, but they're actually getting trained all day, every day that they're with me so that when they're ready, we can start in stages so that they can also soar and be the best that they ultimately can be. So I think that the way of of having like a smaller, intimate, high touch uh, type of training is that so many people now compared to 10 years ago, want to get into this industry. And I find that now that there is so many resources and that there are all these big conferences and all these different trainings, it's very overwhelming on the other side because people are feeling very lost in the crowd. They don't know who to reach for. They don't know who, like what uh, trainings are um, the most, you know, of value. And it's all very expensive too. And Mm -hmm. as we know, we're always throwing money back into our education and it's ongoing. So I think that, you know, as far as, you know, being like a, a, you know, one drop in a big pool of people who want to get in, finding those opportunities that are going to align with them can be very difficult. So my design here has been more of that, you know, intimacy, connecting, networking, very high touch. I'm here for them, no ego whatsoever, Mm -hmm. and make people feel like a little bit more comfortable and also get, um, you know, get adequate learning and um, opportunities and connections through it. So at your Glow Academy, are you hosting classes or is it more of a mentorship type of thing? Because I actually think I've seen, so you have a cadaver course that you're also doing there. So is that for, is that a mentorship and that's part of one training class or how does that work? So those are actually training courses. So we have all different, different designs. We just had, um, an advanced talks and, um, full facial balancing this past weekend, uh, for that. And it's hands-on as well. And it's CME accredited. So we have these group trainings, but when I say group, it's anywhere from like six to 10 when I'm doing it like that, when I do collaborations, so like for coast to coast cadaver, 
we'll open it up to about 20 to 24 people with faculty so that there's not a lot of people per, you know, specimen. So they can still also get that value out of it. And then I also do private trainings. I travel a ton and do group trainings. I'm also a trainer for Galderma. And um, then also as far as shadowing and mentorship, that's, that's more of like that shadowing part. When I hire somebody, that becomes like their like in-house mentorship program. But coming from all of the trainings, I also, I like to be used as a resource ongoing. So it's not just that relationship ends at the door. I love, I share, I give everybody my cell phone. I invite them back to come back and shadow with me because, you know, if they're really looking to um, get their feet wet and dive into it, I really want to be a resource for others. Yeah, that's so important because usually, I mean, I've gone to plenty of courses and there's a lot of questions afterwards, or I've gone to a course and I've only, I was only able to inject on one model or they ran out of time because there was a slower injector and you really didn't get anything out of it. So, and that, and that's really disheartening to me when I hear about other nurses or injectors that go to a training course, they're spending two, three, four thousand $4,000 on a course, and they maybe get to inject one forehead, you know, and right. it's just, it, and they didn't really know what they were in for. So um, I love that you do that support afterwards. Cause I feel like that's missing from a lot of courses. Yeah, sure. And I have different levels of courses too. We have, you know, novice courses, intermediate, um, and also advanced and really, you know, dive in. I try to get feedback of what people are looking for. Um, and then we, you know, go from there. And the other thing about having a space now uh, with Glow Academy in the studio is that now I can also host lots of really good collaborations with my amazing colleagues and friends. So we have a great time doing it too. So it's kind of nice that I love to throw a party here. So it's kind of like a great training um, opportunity. And it's a little different than being like in a hotel that you're in a conference room and everyone's kind of spaced out. Like I like to develop a whole experience for um, anybody who comes and train and then continue that on thereafter. That's so important. I, I can't tell you that all the years of um, just nurses coming in you know, from the business side, um, I took a class, so I should be able to inject. And I, and it's like, you know, you just kind of hope for the best type of situation, but there isn't a lot of that ongoing support. There isn't a lot of that level of um, accountability or who do I check with? Who do I, you know, how do I know I'm even on the right path? And I feel like that is more of a need than those initial classes because you really don't know you're in the weeds until you're in the weeds, you know? Exactly. You don't know what you don't know, right? So like me being the naive, you know, in this industry, because there again, it's changed so drastically. I didn't know all the things I that went into it, but it just felt like it, it just came so naturally that drove me to want to do better and show up for my patients and make sure that I'm always leveling up and that I'm always expanding on my education and knowledge. So, you know, eight years ago, we didn't know about a lot of these like complication things that are coming up and everything. I think back, I'm like, oh my God, how did anyone ever trust me? Like in the beginning, when I was going to all these events and doing concierge and everything. Mm -hmm. And then, but the more experience you get, the more humble you get, at least that's how I feel. But, you know, it's, you start to really want to make sure that you are always making sure that you're on the pulse with all the latest and greatest trends and different things and situation and product development so that you, that you can really Really stand out. And that's an important note too, when it comes down to trends and, you know, product development. So share a little bit about what you see coming down the pipe, because there's just so much nowadays. I mean, so many different brands popping up too. 
Totally. Yeah. I mean, we're in a really exciting time in medical aesthetics and it's really, really exciting. And then again, not to get overwhelmed by it also. So you know, I'm really, I love biostimulation. I love things like Sculptra, PRP, PRF, Easy Gel. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Exosomes, the whole thing. So I really feel like that is going to continue to grow. When we opened, my big thing with Glowderma was I wanted to not only be aesthetics, I also wanted to be wellness because I do feel that, you know, beauty from the inside out. And I know now it's very cliche, but that was like my original tag. And um, the reason why I even called Glowderma Glowderma was, you know, it's like naming a baby, right? It's like you're naming your brand, it's another baby. You want to do something that's going to, um, you know, represent your brand. Mm -hmm. So finally, I was totally stuck. A friend of mine said, how do you want to make people feel? And I'm like, I want them to feel like they're glowing. I'm like, glow, skin, glow derma, drop the W. So that's kind of like how that came about. Mm -hmm. So I think with the thing with biostimulation and also um, wellness and like kind of allowing your body to recreate um, collagen and being healthy, you'll get better results. I think that that now is becoming very, very hot, like the functional medicine aspect and integrative health. So I'm excited because we've been doing a lot of these things for a while. And now I feel like uh, patients and also the industry are way more um, open to these type of services for really natural beautification. I am so excited to hear you say that because one of our pet peeves is that whole puffy face, you know, um, trend that was happening for so long. And now it seems like everyone's like, whoa, no, no, no. We need to go back to, you know, what's really going to give us really good, a good, healthy look yes. and still, you know, still accomplish the same mission, but with that good, healthy, just integrity of the skin and just that good regimen, you know, from the inside out, I can't agree with you more. I feel like that's, that's the new wave. I agree. And, and also what about like, when it comes down to, some of the things that, you know, our, our industry is kind of, um, it's evolving in the sense that there's so many different aspects of um, different types of people coming in. What about some of these like situations where you have people that are just, I hate to say like bringing in stuff that's not from, you know, an, an, an ethical point of view, like things that, you know, you have these, high, uh, these pens that people are using, um, what are those high-low pens and different, you know, crazy, crazy things like that. What are some of your thoughts on how the industry is evolving in, into some of these other, you know, non-medical spaces, I should say? Yeah, I, I don't think it's a positive thing, honestly. I think, again, like what we know now and the dangers that can come from some of these issues, if you're not going to a qualified practitioner uh, to practice, somebody who hasn't been trained appropriately, um, you know, I think it's a major concern. And that's, again, why I really like education now is so big with me. And I love to help others. And I just think that we as as an industry have such an opportunity to write, really like set some standards um, in order to keep everybody safe and our industry continuing to grow. I, I believe that one, if one person looks bad, we can all look bad. You know, somebody has a bad experience. Guess what? We're all in this like together. So to really yeah. create that platform so that these things that are not necessarily safe for others, uh, we can kind of like dismiss and get rid of them. And it is very much a, a, a pay it forward kind of platform too. I feel like it's, um, it's, it's very community centered. And I think one of the 
the misconceptions is that I'm not going to get the leadership and I'm not going to get the instruction. I'm just going to kind of wing it. Um, you see a lot. And, and what I, where I was going with a lot of these, you know, pens and things that are popping up in the market is like, you're starting to see a lot of spinoff products. I was in Ulta the other day and I'm seeing like the handheld hydroderm abrasion and the handheld, you know, all the different rollers and all the different pens for like microneedling and stuff. And not to say that it's bad that a lot of stuff is going in that direction, but um, there is definitely a quality control, like what you're describing that is so essential, um, especially for like listeners that are just kind of trying to figure out how they're going to position themselves in a way that is easy to learn, um, easy to get, you know, your, your head wrapped around, but still needing that good quality training, good quality control ultimately, and that support ongoing. Absolutely. I mean, I'm really selective now who I train to just the same thing as far as patients. I think that also you get to a point and you realize what's worth it and what's not. So I'm really pretty selective with that too, because, you know, going through as being a trainer and traveling all around, can't even tell you how many times, you know, you're, you're a new trainer, you're going out to these practices and you're, you're training other plastic surgeons and dermatologists and, you know, nurses and all this stuff. And I walk into the office and I'm like, you don't have Hylinex here. Like, excuse right. me, well, we're not doing the training. I'm not doing And like that. So now there's requirements on my end too, that I say that I'm not going to walk in or, or the medical director who's not even in, who's doing this strictly for, you know, money or whatever. And mm-hmm. you have these amazing, like, you know, really like just, they just don't have experience, um, other providers and, you know, the medical directors forcing them to do things that yeah. are more advanced out of the gates without even knowing how to, you know, reconstitute dysport. Yeah, I mean, so that to enough. me is something that I think that, you know, we need to also look out for when we are educating to make sure that, you know, we're also, I've pulled, I've pulled providers aside and said, listen, do not feel like you have to know all these things or do things that you're not comfortable with. You are going to learn the foundations and you grow from there. Do not walk in with the patient. And they're like, thank you for saying that because Mm -hmm. they're overwhelmed. So I think that also making sure that people don't feel like they have to know everything that in that immediate, you know, one training to understand that, like, just understand the foundations and learn as you get more and more experience. And that also goes with your skill sets with how you're actually going to implement them. I think you hit the nail on the head with the whole, like where the the leadership comes from the medical director. And if that, that, you know, benchmark is not set high as far as expectations, where you want your people to be, how you want them to deliver on the service. I mean, it's crazy to me to think that, you know, it's their licenses, you know, that are online, but they seem to sometimes forget that. And they're just like, go, go inject, go, you know, I think Marissa, you were telling me about a a nurse that was asked to just basically sit in a room by herself and no brand new nurse and didn't have any, any background. How, well, I do, I do private injection training and I'm a trainer with luminous and I was actually at an office last Friday, uh, training them on IPL and, uh, the board of consumer affairs came in, asked uh-huh. for everybody's licenses and IDs, and they were running out with their needles and their lancets and, oh I'm my like, gosh, wow. It's crazy. And a lot of them didn't speak English. And it was very sad because I've been in that position. I've been in uh, the office where the Department of Consumer Affairs came in and it's very scary. And I'm like, are they going to ask me for my license? I'm just a trainer. I have my ID. Like, let me just leave. 
So that was, it's just, and I see a lot of just, um, I see a lot of just non-compliance. I see a lot of just no Hylinex either. It's mm-hmm. very scary. So I would say just my two cents for those that are listening, check with your state laws, because I think that's really important. And a lot of it is very gray on the state laws. If you don't have, if you don't have access to, or we all have access to it, it's all just public information, but if you can't find what you're looking for, get a med spa attorney and have them look up that for you. Do you have any advice for um, any other practitioners when they're starting out to figure out kind of what the laws are, what they're allowed to do, what they're not allowed to do? Because I do find it very gray. It um, is from a lot of states. Yeah. In California, it's very gray on what the, you know, what's allowed and what's not allowed. And also from state to state, it's also very different, you know, okay. whether it's a compact state or not a compact state. I do have my California license, though, because they're not compact. And Pennsylvania just became one. Um, they were like at the final stages of that. So that opened up a lot of opportunities. So one thing is, is like to make sure that you are licensed in your state and that you do do your homework as far as following the rules and regulation that are, you know, stated there. Because some, I think there's, there's probably, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, there's still a couple of states that, um, you know, estheticians are able to inject in that they don't necessarily need to be have a medical license. Um, you know, some states, nurses can't inject, um, they have to be a nurse practitioner, like in Florida, mm-hmm. certain states, uh, you know, uh, nurse practitioners can not they don't need a medical director, they can be their own. So I just think mm-hmm. to stay on the pulse, make sure that you're doing your homework, because rules do change. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, you know, and just I think it could be very confusing. So I agree with everything that you said, and just kind of stay on the pulse to make Make sure things aren't, you know, join different organizations that um, that can also give you some sort of legal advice too, and just to protect yourself. Yeah, and I found some of the conferences that I've gone to. The um, I was at the Iceman conference last October where I um, I presented, but I also um, was in Sarah. I think her last name is Sheikman or Sheikman, but she's a med spa attorney, and her speech was really uh, informative. But I love going to those conferences or. Most of the conferences that I've gone to, there's always been a talk from a lawyer that can just give free information. Sure. Um, paying for the ticket, but you know, it's yeah. you have to pay for her fees to give you advice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's okay. It's like it's like you said, if if you if you don't do things like that, then you just don't know and you could be doing something that necessarily might not be appropriate. So yeah. Yeah. And, and it's sad when, when you, if that's the first impression you get when you're, when you're coming into the the industry is that you're kind of put in a difficult, you know, situation that you really can't, you kind of feel like a little bit like, it, like you're, you're failing at something or you're not doing things right. And it really has nothing. It starts with the leadership. It starts with the doctor it starts with, you know, the, the people that are in charge and setting that bar high. So I'm so excited that, you know, you have your, your Academy and you have, those benchmarks for everyone to just really kind of glean that knowledge and that, okay, I'm not alone in this process. I have, there, there's people that have been there, you know, where I'm at right now. And also along the way for seasoned practitioners, you know, and people that are, that are trying to figure out well, what do I want to learn next? And how do I get to my, um, to, to my specialty and what, where's my branding in this space? And so do you find that people have those type of questions for you? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I literally started this whole business, like literally in my kitchen, like, cause I was doing concierge. So I developed the name around my, my, my kitchen Island. If those, if those walls could talk with all these things. So literally starting the business with zero money and from the ground up. 
-hmm. And two years after that first course that I took, I opened up without any debt because I just hustled like crazy Mm -hmm. and I loved it. And it was the energy that kept me wanting to propel forward. And, you know, so I think a lot of people are like, you know, asking questions even about how do you start a business and what are some of your experiences, you know, the highs, the lows, and all these other factors, Mm -hmm. um, branding development under, I go back to know your why and never, never deviate from that. You have to go back to like why you got started. What is, what is, what is it about what you're doing that you felt like was adding value to others and also back to yourself. And I think that you know, as the industry grows and as careers start, careers start developing for the positive, sometimes I see people get very lost and they lose their why. And then that doesn't lead to happiness, in my opinion. So I'm just, the way that this has happened for me, it's, you know, it, it started with an emotion of me experiencing it and then trying to figure it out how to get involved with it and try it out, I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And now my love for education has developed through my experience of kind of like helping others along their path so that they can, you know, whether it's about branding or whether it's about, you know, tell me how you started, what trainings to go to, what is your, what's your experience or, you know, I'm aligned with amazing people that I can now call friends in the industry that I didn't have back then. I was like a one man show trying to figure this out mm-hmm. um, with that, with these great relationships within the industry has developed. So if I don't know it, then I, I'm sure I can find somebody who, you know, is a uh, specialist in, in whatever they're asking. So I'm really, really grateful that I have aligned myself with such amazing people as in this community. That's a good point too. It's like, don't burn your bridges. This is a very tight knit community. And it's so important that you keep that, that good, you know, juju out there. Cause it does, it definitely, you, there's, it doesn't, it does not fail. You go to a conference and you see someone from like 10 years ago that you just, you know, worked with yeah. or whatnot. So, so important. Oh my goodness. Such good stuff. Thank you so much, Amy. And, and we are so excited to continue learning from you. Where can we find you? So you can find me on Instagram at, at Amy, A-M-Y, Burks, R-N, B-I-R-K-S, R-N, um, also Glow Derma. And my Glow Academy um, is my educational platform. And I'm in Yardley, Pennsylvania, again, right outside of Philadelphia. So everyone should come visit. You guys should come make a road trip. Absolutely. And I'd yeah. love to visit you guys sometime too. Absolutely. That sounds like such a fun time. Well, thank you so much for sharing your just such pearls of wisdom. I can't tell you how excited I am to hear and learn that there are folks like you out there fighting the good fight, making sure that things are going how they should go in this industry, how we want them to go. And um, yeah, we're, we're so excited to keep watching and learning from all you're doing. Oh, well, thank you guys so much for having me on. It was a true honor. Um, hopefully we can uh, stay connected and see each other sometime in 2023. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, ladies. Have a great rest of your week. And yeah, let's keep the conversation going. Take care, everyone.